Welcome back to Fitness Manifesto. I am one of your hosts, Kim, and joining me is... Justin, welcome to this new show that we've started, which focuses on life, awesomeness, and friendship, and fitness as a whole. This meeting is being recorded. <laughs> Got it. So, Kim, how are you? Honestly, I think I'm getting my stride. You know, we had Good. talked about it, me being lost, and I actually clipped into my Peloton today, and I did a 45-minute ride. It was really good. And then I did arms and then core. I love to kick my own butt like that, and I missed that when I used to do it because I would ride. I would always do a stretch. I would always do some type of strength. I would always do core, and then I'd stretch. And I will tell you, my house still have not fully cleaned it, and I really should, but I I don't want to. I don't know. When you have kids or pets, your house is never clean. But no, I have to stop you there. First, my pet does not shed. And she's old. So is she this Ted her. or a pet? This is my my pixie dog. Okay. And Ted's, he's out of town right now. And, and Abigail is, she plays on her iPad, either on the couch or in her room. And TJ's 17. We don't see that child when he's home unless he's hungry. Then I see too much of him. <laughs> I have a 13 year old and I can relate. Can't imagine what it would be like then, but like yesterday he came home and he was like, Dad, I'm so hungry because he gets out at four, like 4.05 or something. He makes it home like 4.30 and he's like, Dad, when's dinner? And I'm like, uh, six, six, six thirty. He's like, ah, oh, I can't wait that long. And then have a snack. He had like five snacks. And then of course, a half hour later, he's like, Dad, I'm still hungry. I'm like, dude, just, you gotta chill. And they're, they're so dramatic at that age when they're hungry. I'm starving. I'm not gonna make it. Okay. Hang on. I think that was a great introduction right there. Speaking of dramatic, we have a very special guest today, Dominique. How are Ooh, you? Hi, Dom. How are oh, you? Now I can talk about your nails. They're so cute. Well, thank you, Dom. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. So the whole, speaking of dramatic, um, what are you trying to say, Justin? <laughs> I know. I was I was trying to see, where are you going Is he trying dramatic? to say that I'm dramatic? No, not at all. I'm just saying it was oh, a funny no. intro, but right, come on. I'll tell you, I think our personal text chain, though, is pretty dramatic. Would you guys agree with that? Oh, yes. dramatic, for real. <laughs> But so it's I think so that, good. It is good. So Dom, first of all, thank you for joining the show. Secondly, oh. tell us about your fitness journey because you've done so many cool things. You've been a dancer. You've been an instructor. You've been, tell us about you. Like I'm dying to learn more about you and I think our audience is too. So in high school, I liked I liked doing the shot put in discus and then I would weight lift. So that was kind of my start of fitness. I wasn't really the runner. Hated cardio. But I would run <laughs> occasionally because as a dancer, you have to. You have to keep up with that endurance. And so just fast track. I wasn't really a gym person, but I would take classes from time to time. Zumba. With Zumba, though, if the teacher's not that good, I'm sorry, but it's, it's hard for me to take a Zumba class because I'm, because I'm a dancer and um, it's nothing but dance moves. If, if the teacher just isn't, if I'm not being pushed or if it's not very entertaining, you know, it's it's hard for me to take a Zumba class. So I am very picky when it comes to that. Now, hang You're on just real quick. You, you could be the teacher, right? That's where I, I was going to go. I have thought about Zumba. I have thought about Zumba. But, but it didn't interest me. I just I just haven't seen a very good Zumba instructor that really motivated me to, to say, okay, this is what I want to do, unfortunately. But with cycle, I I have been very motivated. So I used to take cycle classes and I was like, oh my gosh, between the music and just, I was like, man, it's probably so hard to teach. And I was like, this seems so much fun and I don't feel like I'm working out because the music is so good. And I was like, I need cardio because I'm doing, I'm doing 
doing like longer video sets um, because a lot of times video shoots are like 12 hours once you make it to the big boys. <laughs> yeah, now, hang on. 12. It's like being on a TV show then. I mean, it's you have a lot of downtime and then you're up probably for weird times, right? Is that kind of how it works? Or are you on for that 12 hours? No, no, no. It's, it's, it's just like that. So you'll have your downtime and then they'll be like, okay, we're about to shoot the scene and then you have to be out there. You'll shoot it 50 million times or sometimes you'll shoot it like three times and then you'll go on to the next scene. With your dancing, you when you say you shoot these scenes, you're traveling like you're traveling with professional artists, correct? So I, I, I dance with one professional artist right now. I have danced with other artists before, but more so local. That's cool. So how did you get involved? What spawned this? Serious? I was heard. I was, yeah. So uh, we had the BET Hip Hop Awards. I was referred for that. He was looking for extras. Yeah, that was like my first. How did TV he see film. you? How did he find you? So his assistant and choreographer, I was referred to her and she she was pretty much in charge of picking people and she already knows what he wants. So unless the artist just really wants to be involved in handpicking people, usually they'll get their team to do all of the picking. So she pretty much, you know, screened us, see who she wanted, who she didn't want it. She would look at our Instagrams and stuff, see if we were a good fit for the brand. And then we just got an email or like a text saying, hey, you've been invited to do something. And usually you're not allowed to say what the project is until after it's been released. So we had to sign like NDA contracts and stuff like that. And we got to set and it was like a 12-hour day <laughs> and we shot it. That was my first time. That was like my first big break, I guess I would say. And then that was my first time working with him. And ever since then, I've been working with him ever since. That's so exciting. Prior yeah. to that, how long did it take you as a dancer? You know, because I know any type of dancing or anything like that to get to where you are now, did it take a while? Yeah, I would say... I started dancing in high school, but then I stopped just because of some family stuff. Pregnancy? Huh? Pregnancy, early pregnancy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I thought. Uh, I, I, okay, yeah. We bear it all here, Dom. That's how we operate. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, <laughs> I have about five kids, so I couldn't, you know, I couldn't dance. Just joking, just joking. <laughs> I took a break my senior year, and then I missed it so much, so I started dancing again after high school. I started dancing in college, in studio, and then I would just go online and find random auditions. My first, I guess, professional experience was doing a music video for a local artist and then I started coaching I started teaching little ones I started teaching after school programs and then I wanted to make it to like Texans and Rockets but because of my body I feel like and I think lack of proper guidance and didn't really know what I was doing I think that's the reason why I didn't really make those type of teams so I wanted to do a semi-pro team to help girls to make it and to guide them since I wasn't given that proper guidance and so people started approaching me about doing a dance team for them and so I started doing dance teams for adults. The goal was to help them get to, you know, one of the professional teams like Texans or Rockets. So I did that for a couple of years, taught in schools, and then I took a break. Then I had my own studio. <laughs> for a little wow. bit. Yeah. Now, was this uh, all in Texas or was there somewhere else? All in Texas. Awesome. All in Houston. Yeah. So I made a lot of my connections through that, Kim. I would say that I had to do a lot of networking. And of course, people always wanted to talk to me. I don't know why people just always wanted to like be part of the team or something or help out or... It's your bubbly personality. Well, thank you. So, and they always wanted the girls to perform. I was always asked for the girls to perform. So I networked a lot through that. And then also I was blessed to have friends around me that 
that were willing to do favors for me. And then also I would approach alumni dancers that dance for like rockets and stuff. They were willing to help me out too. So that was, that was a really good blessing as well. And then I got to work with the former Golden State Warriors uh, director. That was a really good blessing too. She did everything for me for free. Um, wow. Wow. Yeah. So I really thank her for that. Her name is Shelby Fouts. She's such a sweet lady. Wow. Wow. That's amazing, Dom. <laughs> thank you. I mean, from where you, you know, where you started to where you are now, like you're dancing professionally for artists. That's awesome. <laughs> Thank you. It is. And then on top of that, you still cycle. You know, you're still an amazing instructor. Thank you. <laughs> Thank Heck yeah, you. you are. Now, going through this phase, right? Because I always think it's really funny when people tell me I hate cardio. It's very funny because that's what I'm saying. Very few love cardio. And then there's this kind of in between, but 90% of people are like F cardio. They're just like, screw it. I just want to get strong and look good. I think it's bad. Awesome sauce. You found cycling and everything to get there. But as a dancer, my aunt was a, a dancer for a while. And so they always talk about doing other things because I've watched dancing. It looks so physical. Why do you need something else is kind of where I'm going. Well, I don't take a lot of dance class. Classes. I actually really don't take dance class at all. And hmm. you really need the cardio aspect. And depending on what kind of dance class you're taking, you may not get the cardio. I've just recently learned that it's really good to do sprints because when you're having to dance and give out all this energy in such a short amount of time, sprints really helps with that. And then I think weightlifting is really good for it too. It, it's horrible because I should know more about it, but I'm starting to learn more. But to me, I, I just have to push my body in a different kind of way way because I've always lacked endurance and so me only taking dance classes it just won't help me I need I need to train my body to go for a long time at a certain speed if that makes sense so I, I really have to work on my endurance for me I've always lacked in that being able to do cycling really helps me to push well one my breathing was horrible so when it came to dancing I would always hold my breath in and then within 30 seconds of the dance I'm huffing and puffing <laughs> like crazy and that's horrible especially when you're having to dance back to back or you're on set and you have to do that same scene over and over me personally I have to train for endurance and I have to learn how to breathe properly that's something that I'm still learning cycling has really helped me with that so when you were in school nice. I know you started dancing when you were in school what drove you to want to dance what lit this fire under you to want to be a dancer and to open your own studio and to be where you are today, what lit that fire? So my family has a lot of musicians and I grew up playing piano, but I was always seeing movement in my head to the music. And I was always so intrigued by movement and by dancing ever since I was a little girl. But I grew up with a Jamaican Seven Day Adventist grandma. So she was very strict. So when it comes to dancing, that's like a big no-no. It took her a while to finally accept me dancing, but she finally supports me. So I thank her for that. I'm going to thank her too. Thank you, Grandma. Continue. Yes, yes thank you, um, Grandma. But that was always a big no, but I've always wanted to dance. And I could not dance when I was younger. I've been told I did not have rhythm. And then one day I was like, you know what? I, I just want to dance. And so, yeah. So and there's nice. so many different types of dance. Right. So what, what type of dance do you do? So I teach mainly hip hop. That's my strong suit. I have taught cheer and like palm dance. So when I was coaching the teams that's what we mainly did was cheer and palm and then with the artists that I dance for we do a mix of ballet and jazz I'm definitely taken out of my comfort zone <laughs> but I bet you're still good artists. at it hang on did Thank you say you. I'm sorry. ballet 
and jazz. I mean, that seems like the opposite end of the spectrum. Like, am I wrong? So I'm I'm mainly referring to technique. So we're not actually dancing like jazz pieces. It's mainly ballet. But I, I see a little bit of when I say jazz, I'm, I'm mainly talking about the technique. I would say a little bit of contemporary also. So we have a mix of like contemporary and ballet and a little bit of jazz. Nice. Congrats. That's, That's awesome. Amazing. I would say African too. Oh, an African. All right. So what do you do? Because you mentioned like weightlifting and stuff. What do you do to kind of build up? Because I, I mean, it looks like a ton of core work and stuff. Is that? It's core. Core. Anything particular you like Definitely to do? Like, core. are you like a traditional sit up person? Are you a plank? Are you a, I'm going to just pretend like I know what I'm doing? What, what do you do here? <laughs> Right now, I pretend that I know what I'm doing, but I used to teach bar. So when I would take bar classes, that really helps with my core. Now, for those so, that don't know. It's, that's what I was just about to say. For those who don't know what bar is, Dom, will you explain what a bar class is? Yes. Yeah, so it's a mix of ballet, yoga, and Pilates all into one. <laughs> and its focus is building strength. Correct. So uh, building strength, building core, using your own body weight. I've only seen it once. It looks very mostly like core and below. Do you do, is it upper body too, or is it primarily core and like legs and, and that kind of stuff? I would say, I would say it's primarily core and lower body. You do lift weights sometimes, depending on what type of bar class you take. You do a lot of planks and stuff in the one that I used to teach which was pure bar. So the warm up was nothing but like core and upper body. But I would say a lot of it is core and the lower body. So, okay, you were going to incorporate some type of cardio into it and you chose cycling just because you took a class. So that's what drove you to become a spin instructor. Yes, I used to run. I would run like outside in the park and stuff, but my knees, arthritis runs in the family. Sorry, the light went off again. Arthritis runs in the family. And so my knee was just uncomfortable running on that concrete. So I started cycling because my friends were going and they really enjoyed it. One, I saw a difference in my knees. It wasn't so much weight on my knees that I was putting. And then I felt myself getting stronger. I was like, this is perfect. And if I could learn how to teach this, it would push me as far as my breathing. It would push me mentally, physically. So I was like, I think I need to do this. So that's what really drew me to start teaching it. And she is amazing. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I, I will you tell you, you played Young Blood in one of your classes. That and Oh my I, gosh, I love that song. I played it for my daughter. It is like her favorite song she plays it all the time oh all the time. i love that song that's a great cycle song too because the beat is very heavy it's like doo -doo, doo -doo, yes. yeah that's a great one i usually start off with saying the song reminds me of giving so much love to somebody else and not showing it to yourself because i've had issues doing that with men but i love the song and it just reminds me of the amount of love that you want to show to another person show it to yourself i just have to continuously tell myself all this love that you're trying to show this person is taken away from from the love that you're not showing yourself and showing how much further you can get in life, how much further you can get into your goals, your dreams, if you would just put all of that energy into you. So I love that song. It just it just does something to me every time I hear it. I mean, I think that's one of the things that, that I love about dance because I love music. Like I think music is such an important part. Like people that don't like music always freak me out. I'm like, I don't really know what I like. I'm like, how do you not know what you, it's music? There's everything. You can like anything. Putting movement to that is awesome, I think. 
think. It really is. I'm totally, I mean, I know it's no surprise this white boy has no moves, but I will, oh my gosh. I'll pretend that I do and I'll get up here and I'll embarrass the crap out of my kids. But dancing is a lot of fun too, right? It's not only great exercise, but it's cathartic. It's releasing stuff. Like, it, I mean, I'm sure after, even after a 12 hour day of, for those that have never been on set, it is, it's horrific. It, it's like literally two hours of work and 10 hours of waiting. But when you're done with it, you still feel great, right? Yes. Now, I have a question for you in terms of like, you've got this crazy breadth of experience. You've taught everything from bar to cycling to dance. I mean, you're all over the map here. It's bad. Awesome sauce. What's next for oh, you? Oh, thank you. You're welcome. So I'm thinking about opening up another studio slash cycle studio. I'm, I'm thinking about it. It scares me. It terrifies me to even think about it. But I've been approached about it so many times. Really? <laughs> and I'm like, maybe God is telling me something. Yeah. So tell us about it. What, what scares you? For the past two years, it's been, oh, you need to teach chore. You need to have a dance studio. And sometimes I'll be like, oh, yeah, I've done that before. Sometimes I'll say, oh, okay. You know, I'll act, you know, stupid. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. And then I, one of my old friends, she came up to me and she was like, I'm just ready for this studio to open back up. And I'm like, where is this coming from? Why are you saying this? And then I met somebody, literally a couple days after I met somebody that was like, what about a dance studio? Like the money is where the kids are at. And he was like, can you run it? And I'm like, what is this? Like, is God trying to tell me something? So yes. wow. Like, can I incorporate cycling? Because I don't want to give that up. Like, that's something that I really want to do. He was like, I don't care what you do. So I was like, okay. I was like, well, I'll let you know. So I, I, it, it terrifies me to go into something like that again. And I guess failing, even though you really shouldn't look at it like that because some of the most successful people, they've failed a few times. So... But then if you think, think about it too, I mean, we all if, have. You, if you go in with the standpoint of I'm going to fail, then you'll never succeed. You have That's to go true. in with the thought process of this is going to be awesome and I'm going to rock this out. Like how you worked your way up in dancing, then it will succeed. You just got to have that drive and you've got to push it, but you've got to have the right mindset going into it too. You're right. And what's so funny, Kim, is I will preach this to people all the time. I am a great motivator. Yes, you I'm are. I'm great at telling somebody you need to do it. Stop, stop thinking about what other people think. Just because it didn't turn out right the first time, get back up and do it again. I am that person. So telling it to myself, and we've talked about this, Kim, because you're yes, the we same have. way sometimes. <laughs> But telling myself that I'm I'm so hard on myself because I'm like, it has to be perfect. It has to look like this. It has to look like that. It doesn't though. It doesn't. And I you know what? It could later on down the road. It absolutely could look that way, but you got to start somewhere. True. And one thing that we always forget as human beings is perfection resides in your head. That's the only place. So your version of perfection may be someone else's dream or it may be their yeah. bottom rung. One thing that I try to tell people a lot of the time is like, perfection is something that you can never attain or achieve because it, it's not a universal standard. So the best way to look at it is, is just, just set those goals for yourself and go achieve them. Because your head will always tell you why you shouldn't do something because you got lizard brain, right? You got this whole thing in the back of the time. I would need to survive. I need to survive. I need to survive. Well, the way to get over that is to keep pushing yourself because the, the way you talk about it is very funny because I do the same thing sometimes when people ask, how'd you get to a certain play? And you're like, oh, I just did this and this. And they're like, well, how'd you do that? You know, and you did that. I mean, you went, I danced for someone professionally and I did this. It's, you just just took the cues and you ran with it. That's the trick, right? It's those That's little true. breadcrumbs that are laid out. You followed them. Most people don't. So like now it's funny to me, you've, to me, those breadcrumbs seem to be lined up in a row like 
perfectly. Like Hansel and Gretel, they're following it. Da, 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 da. And you're like, huh, wonder where they're going. You know, like, go eat that damn bread or I don't know, M&Ms or whatever you like. You know, like jump on it, kid. Jump on it. Absolutely. Yeah, and right. I mean, honestly, it's all opening up for you. And this is this is your dream. This is what you love to do. You love to dance. You love to cycle. You love to be a teacher, a motivator. And it, it's like laying the tile for you right in front of you. Follow, right. follow your right. heart. Faith. You're right. Because I was talking about this not too long ago. Faith and is the key. when you do yes. open the studio, I will come cycle with you. Yay. Oh, don't, Justin I'm, will too. I was going to say, don't leave me out of it. I'm definitely there for that. And I'm telling you now, Dom, the, the two secrets, and this is for audience as well, but mainly for you right now, like faith and constant movement that that's how you get ahead like that those are the secret because everyone there's someone will always be jealous of you even your best friend a family member yep. whoever you rely there's always someone who's going to be jealous there's always someone who's going to be envious there's always someone who's going to support you but they're not always going to appear at the same time so the one thing you can do is just keep moving right. forward and have faith that it'll work out and adapting along the that's way true. and don't that's wait true. too long because if you do your opportunity may go away you're right about that and i've been thinking about that you know, and i mean every morning and i'm like every day that keeps going by dominique and clearly on it's on your heart i mean it's it is it's stirring and it's bothering you and have a conversation with them it is because my mom and i were talking about this not too long ago because when i was really frustrated with cycle she was like i can't wait until you open up your own studio so you don't have to deal with this thank you like <laughs> I was like man I know my mom is basically trying to put stuff in my ear to let me know one come up with a plan she's trying to tell me that on the cool and two keep looking forward and maybe stop dealing with the bs and start focusing on what it's going to make you happier in the long run because I had it up to here at the time with cycle. And so she was like, I can't wait. So I don't have to deal with this stress and you don't have to deal with this stress. Cause you know, you, you take out your frustrations on the ones you love the most sometimes. And then it hurts them to see the pain that you're going through when, when you're really passionate about something. So she just kept saying like, I can't wait until you get your own studio. I got to tell you, I love your mom. I've never <laughs> met her. That's I love her. That's great advice. It's great advice. She, um, when nobody wanted to support me when it came to dance, because they don't see the money in it, she always supported me. I mean, from day one, she supported me. I, I definitely wouldn't be as far as I am today. Like the last show that we did, we did Austin City Limits. Mm. And she was like, I wish I was there. It broke my heart that I couldn't see. I said, mom, those tickets were high. It's okay. You were there with me in spirit. But just to see how much she was like, I started crying because I couldn't be there. That to me meant more than her actually being there because, and so just to have her being so supportive of me, she believed um, in you. It's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. She believed in you and she wanted to see you follow your dream. Yes. <laughs> and I would That's have to add, mom. it's a great mom. And I would also say that the luxury of that is something that most people don't have is a good support structure yes. there. And yes. you having faith and everything else is obviously really important what you're going to do going forward but that support structure is huge so i mean you've got almost like a, i don't want to call a safety net but you've got someone who's always got your back there and that's huge and so i can't wait to have you back on dom to hear afterwards hey listen i'm opening up my 10th studio and it's only been five ah! months and won't that be awesome that would be so amazing we're, we're, we're manifesting it right we are absolutely. we are manifesting it because kim knows i want to you know we've talked about opening one too 
so it, it's something we can all work on together maybe so um yeah, I, and I yeah i mean it, it's just one of those cool things so dom i gotta tell you this was a great conversation today thank you for being our guest yeah. Yes, Thank it was, Dom. I'm super me. proud of you. I am Aww, so proud you. of you. Very. You are amazing. You stuck to what you wanted and look at where you are now. Dom, all of our listeners need to know you're on Instagram, right? Yes. <laughs> what is your Instagram name? Dominique Charisse. So D-O-M-I-N-I-Q-U-E-C-H-E-R-I-S-E. And that concludes today's episode of the Fitness Manifesto. I know you guys enjoyed it. And Kim, I want to say thank you to you and to our audience for making this podcast what it is. Yes, we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you guys. And stay tuned for the next episode.